G'day and welcome to uh, Safety at Work Talks Episode 9. My name's Kevin Jones, I'm the writer and editor of the Safety at Work blog and I also consult on health and safety matters. Recently I had the privilege of flying over to Christchurch in New Zealand for the first time. I got a chance to have a look around town and uh, see uh, how it has recovered from the earthquake of uh, almost seven years ago and uh, also how it hasn't recovered from that uh, same earthquake. Why I was there was that there was a conference conducted by the Health and Safety Professional Group of New Zealand, um, a group of people that's uh, emerged out of a LinkedIn group um, dealing with health and safety issues in New Zealand. They, the people in the group were looking at some way of, um, of adding value, of uh, networking and, uh, and meeting up. So one of the, uh, the members of the group, Matt Jones, um, set up a conference, just a one-day conference in Christchurch. It was, a, it was an attempt at doing something quite different. It was a different format for a conference. Um, it was um, a different way of marketing a conference, and it was also for a, for a different purpose or the purpose of safety conferences that the more modern, uh, the more you know, sort of larger conferences have sort of forgotten. It was very much about talking to people, learning from each other and networking. And as much learning went on um, at the meal breaks, when you were able to talk to a vast variety of, of people, um, as there had been by uh, people lecturing from the stage. Not all the speakers um, succeeded, um, but they were all interesting. And significantly, the second uh, the second part of the conference, the afternoon, was a series of workshops, which weren't just, you know, butcher's paper and post-it notes stuck to the wall and, and uh, you know, um, hacking and brain thinking and all those sorts of things. Uh, Matt had organised for uh, a scaffolding definition, uh, a demonstration um, of mobile scaffolding, but also an opportunity for people to operate um, uh, diggers and um, a scissor lift. So this this hands-on was particularly significant because there are a lot of people of safety people out there who uh, assist in the management of these issues, but uh, have never touched the, many of the much of the equipment that they talk about. So it was a fascinating conference. Halfway through the afternoon, in between workshops, I was able to get uh, Matt Jones aside for 10 minutes and have a quick chat to him about the conference, about what he intended to do, and just how different it was. So here is Matt Jones uh, talking about the HSPNZ conference uh, in October 2018. Matt, we're in the middle of uh, workshop, workshops here at we the are. HSPNZ conference. Um, your workshops are out in the car park as well as here in the office. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very different looking activity. Mm -hmm. what's, the, what's the reasoning behind it? Alright, so this whole event stemmed from feedback from the HSPNZ members. The, the group was formed uh, just over two years ago on LinkedIn um, as a spare of the moment idea really. Um, I, I wanted to reflect on what would have made a big difference for me when I first entered health and safety and so I created this group on LinkedIn. In a short space of time, the group numbers ballooned. And by 2017, I sent out a survey to our members to find out what they would like to do with the group. And one of the big things that came back from that survey was the want and the need for hands-on practical training uh, in a conference environment. And so this is what we've attempted to provide mm. this afternoon. 
So for uh, for the people listening, the um, you've got uh, scissor lift, yep. scaffold, mm-hmm. and then there's a group of people just sitting under a tree here <laughs> talking. What's this one? This was meant to be uh, another workshop, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. the workshop um, providers. Um, I've gone on holiday. So oh, okay. what has actually happened, though, is quite organic, and this is what I love about this group, is that they are using that as a networking opportunity. They're okay. actually talking and sharing their experiences from today and also what they do in the real world. Great. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I think that mix of, uh, of theory and, and practical is, mm. is, is really good. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I, I do like that this has evolved from a LinkedIn group mm-hmm. because LinkedIn can be very impersonal. Mm-hmm. And so here is something where you're personalising the impersonal. Um, it's, it's centred in Christchurch. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that because the, the HP, HSPNZ is centred here in the South Island? Yeah, I think that's, that's partly the reason. Um, the, the majority of members at that point in time when the server mm-hmm. went out was certainly based here. Um, I had more resources and time to spend here yeah. to generate the, the, the followers. But, but does it indicate that there's been a deficiency of safety attention here down Christchurch Way? Yep. I mean, I know they had a lot of attention because of the earthquake and mm-hmm. Canterbury Charter and all of that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, and that's all been great. Mm-hmm. But there's still been a hole in, in needs of information. Mm-hmm. Really good question because I think you're right, and I think that's what a lot of people would assume is that there's been so much resource poured mm. into the city that why would there be a need for anything else? I guess what we're doing is we're breaking from tradition. So the tradition is to turn up, to listen, to get the information, and to leave. And I think um, partly because of what we've all been through, um, and partly because of the the sheer scale of the rebuild and the recovery project, I think there needed to be a space in order to share ideas. Um, to share those those wins and those pain points and to come up with solutions ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, often people are found, and it, we've found that today, it, people are intimidated to expose their, um, their gaps in their knowledge, where actually that's exactly what we should be doing mm-hmm. and we should be supporting one another. Mm. So it's a, yeah, we should be talking about our failures and our mm-hmm. uh, knowledge holes yep. rather than what we do know. Yes. Look, I think some of your speakers today have uh, you've had, there's been a variable quality in my opinion, um, but those that have been good have been very good. Mm. Um, and uh, I uh, quite liked the you, you had a session where two health and safety practitioners, two young women, got up and made mm. a presentation. Very rarely would they ever get mm. um, an opportunity to speak to an audience. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the motivation behind that? Yeah, um, I've had a, the, the pleasure of knowing both uh, both women for four or five years now, and I've watched them as their career have, have equally blossomed, and in almost very similar way, but in, in different um, different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, the opportunity to give them the space to share their stories and to experience what it feels like to be on stage, they will take that and, and that you know hopefully will, will take them leaps and bounds with their own careers. And I think also it's an important reminder to the, the, the delegates that um, you don't have to have the big long letters behind your name in order to bring value to a conference like this. Mm. Um, their, their story, their passion... Um, was infectious. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was yeah. very good. Mm. And it tied in really well with Tim Allred's um, mm. later presentation about the need to engage and engage in, in new ways. That was really good. Mm. Um, one of the things that... Um, well, I'll ask a question. Does, does uh, Canterbury or, or the South Island have uh, something similar to a young person's or a young professional's network? Um, not currently, yeah. no. So I guess the... 
the original name for HSPNZ was the Young Health and Safety Professionals mm-hmm. of New Zealand. Um, uh, Tim, uh, Tim's initiative uh, with the YSP in Australia was very much um, the catalyst yeah. for what we tried to do here. Um, here, I perhaps didn't present the term young as mm. well as I could have, and so the young was removed because mm. it was putting some people off. But, you know, yeah. but mm. And that always comes to the mm. argument about, mm. oh, so when I'm 35 and mm. no longer young, then I can put out to pasture. So ignore that argument. <laughs> yeah. So, But given that you've got young young people here in the mm. audience and plenty in the delegates, mm. um, that's that's been a real, a real mm. press because we students... Mm-hmm hardly ever get exposure to this mm. type of stuff and also it's usually you know it has been in the past fat old white blokes yep. um, talking about their academic research yes nothing about uh, the practical application uh-huh. yep. so i think it's really good i completely agree there's no value uh, no value so um uh, we're only halfway through this year's mm. where do you want this to go it's oh, a good question um i think it's actually going to be really interesting to see what comes back from the surveys and from the, the information that I receive from, from the audience. So there's always been, at the back of my mind, the concern that this may be seen as the Matt Jones show. Mm-hmm. And it's never been that. Um, the very fact that the group was a, it was a public group um, on LinkedIn, that, that was a survey that was put out to the members to come up with an idea of where they should go. And I think at the end of this event, I'll follow suit and just continue on that path. Yeah, I mean, I've heard uh, you know criticisms of self-promotion and, yeah. and self-interest, yeah. but there is a there is a parallel mm. um, in uh, in LinkedIn in Australia after the harmonised laws came mm. in. A lawyer in Melbourne called Graham Dent set up a, a LinkedIn group mm-hmm. of something to do with leadership or anyway harmonisation, and that morphed. He's fourteen thousand people and. and He's never taken that jump mm. to having an activity where the people actually meet, mm. perhaps because it's more internationally spread than, mm-hmm. than otherwise. But there's, there's, no, there's no obligation mm. to do that, and anybody can set up a LinkedIn exactly. thing. Um, yeah. And if it goes one way and mm. not the other, yeah. it, really, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But what I have enjoyed about this, this uh, conference is that people are far more approachable mm than in others because they've come here it was obvious right from the very start the emphasis of networking Mm -hmm. because as soon as you did that ice breaking exercise everybody got the opportunity to talk to everybody else and they wouldn't shut up and they wouldn't let you restart (laughs) the conference Um, so that networking is vitally important to this this audience and um, it's something that seems that other conferences have lost Mm. yep absolutely agree Um, I I, I spend lots of money going to to high braille conferences and walk away quite frustrated at times Mm. Um, Sometimes the quality of the presentation isn't that great, uh, and often uh, I, you know, I, I take a moment and look across the audience to see what the engagement level's like, and I, I get the sense that a lot of people are simply there because the ticket's been bought for them. Mm-hmm. They're simply there because it's, you know, it's filling time for, for them at work. That might be being a little bit unfair in general, but I think um, the the audience, the people paying for these tickets, deserve a good quality. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, experience. Yeah, 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 absolutely. They do. The, yeah. W- one of the things that I've been impressed with is the uh, the use of the app. Mm. Most conference apps will look at for a schedule mm-hmm. and nothing else. Yep. You've actively encouraged them to use this app mm. so much so that the message board mm. is hugely <laughs> active, probably yeah. more so than I think you would have expected. Yeah. But I, but it's a it's a standard app, mm. conference mm. app. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, that's that's a real point of difference mm. um, is the way that people have been communicating online. Mm-hmm. One of the difficulties for a speaker yeah. is that everybody's looking at their phones. Yes. Because yes, they are actively dialoguing, mm-hmm. and you know, so you used to be able to look around and everybody's on their phones. Mm. Therefore, my speech is yes. boring. Yes, that's not the case. Yeah, here. that's right. And I actually caught myself out doing that too. I looked up, going, "Oh gosh, everyone's looking at the phones." Mm. And I had to remind myself, actually, look at the board, and the board was just flashing and binging away. It's yeah. super busy. It's, uh, and I think you're touching on something there which really interests me is the, the, the world of applications the world of social media I think it's, it's, it's stripping down those traditional barriers it's allowing individuals with a little bit of energy and a little bit of kind of get up and go to just actually get out there and do it mm. um, and it's the same with the conference where the traditional I come to talk and you come and you sit to yeah. listen those barriers are, are, are uh, uh, kind of melting. It's, it's hard because that's that's my comfort zone yeah. for the last thirty odd years, forty odd years. <laughs> yeah. is, has been has been. You're the teacher. You yeah. teach me, mm. and I'm just mm. passively sucking it up. Yep. Um, I know that that's. Um, uh, I have sons. They watch television. They've always got mm. a device in their hand as yeah. well, yeah. Um, and I find that mm. enormous. It, it indicates to me inattention, mm. Mm. but that's my interpretation, yeah. not their experience. Yep. And this conference has, has shown me that. The experience is very different. Mm. There's no, there's no indication that people are learning less. Mm. Mm. In fact, there's arguments been put up that yes. they're learning more right. because they're still active. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it, I have to work my way through that. But yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a curiosity of this conference. Yeah. But I think people are starting to exchange. That. It sounds like it. Might have to do. Best of luck for the rest of the conference. Thank you. Thanks for putting it on, and uh, I'd like to come back next year oh, for the next one. I look forward to it. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Cheers, Kevin. Thanks. That was my chat with Matt Jones, the uh, organiser of the HSPNZ conference in Christchurch earlier this month. There's certainly some lessons for Matt about how to improve his conference, but there's probably just as many lessons for other conference organisers about how to add value and how to engage their um, uh, their uh, delegates far more than they uh, than they used to. Matt certainly tried some new things and the uh, success of using the app and promoting the app's use through the conference was an excellent um, takeaway from the conference. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to Matt and uh, and I hope you'll consider uh, popping along to Christchurch next year if Matt runs another HSPNZ conference. Um, I think you'd find it worthwhile if, uh, if you can. So you've been listening to Kevin Jones uh, of the Safety at Work blog. You can get more information about uh, the blog at safetyatworkblog.com. It'd be great if you could uh, drop by and uh, have a read and let me know uh, where I'm going wrong and hopefully that I'm going right on issues of uh, workplace health and safety. So thanks again for listening and uh, I hope to talk to you again soon.